T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. You will hit a wall, hit a wall, hit a wall, hit a wall, hit a wall. The wall? The wall. The wall? Wall to wall, brother. You're breaking the wall! This wall, the wall. This will be your last solid wall of football sound for this season. We did it for every single Bears game, and we figured the game with all the eyeballs on it, and the ears, by the way, because you can listen to the game right here on the score on Westwood One. Big game coverage on the score is presented by Soda Weight Loss. That's Soda, S-O-T-A. Visit SodaWeightLoss.com. That's SodaWeightLoss.com. And we figured that this game merits a wall of sound based on all the people we talked to over the last couple weeks who had thoughts about what we're going to see and why. So, Mike Rankin, ring those bells. Matt Bowen kicks off with his perspective of what the Chiefs need to do in order to beat the Eagles. I think you have to mention the coaching of Kansas City, the experience coaching with Andy Reid, and plus Patrick Mahomes because he's an elite player. He's the best football player in the NFL. That's what he is. Um, I can make that argument all day long. But don't forget about defensively and Steve Spagnuolo and what they can do. Okay, I think they're going to have to be aggressive in this football game. You know, aggressive versus the run game. To start with that, you can't just line up in your base front and say we're going to win up front, we're going to beat Kelsey. Uh, we're going to beat Lane Johnson. We're going to limit them in the run game. We're going to have to be aggressive. You're going to have to have early down run blitzes. You're going to have to have an answer for read schemes, zone read. Okay, if I was coaching against Philadelphia, I would make Jalen Hurts carry the ball every single time. Every single time. So I would crash my ends inside on the running back and say, if you want to give the ball to the running back, we're going to tackle him at the line of scrimmage. We're going to make Jalen Hurts carry the football. And there's different ways you can do that. Like I just said, crash in the end. Also bringing pressure. Bring pressure on early downs with your adjuster or your strong safety and force Jalen Hurst to carry the football. You have to put your pads on. You have to put your pads on them in this football game. But watch what they do defensively because we know with Spagnuolo, especially in like money downs or critical situations, he'll bring everybody, and that's how they coach. And you look, you can do that in Kansas City because you're going to score points, right? Patrick Mahomes is going to make enough plays to keep you in football games. So from a defense perspective, you have almost an edge in terms of your aggressiveness within your call sheet. I think that we have to see it on Sunday night. You heard Bowen mention Jalen Hurts a bunch of times in that clip, so let's stay with that. Former Eagles linebacker and WIP afternoon show host Ike Reese detailed the evolution of Philly's quarterback. The biggest thing with this kid has always been that he's been in a different offense 
ever since high school. He's had different offensive coordinators every year. So I think finding something that he was familiar with and comfortable with, first of all, allow him to build and gain confidence in what they were trying to do. They really had to scrap what they were doing the first seven weeks of last year and come up with something that was beneficial to this team and then figure out a way to get Jalen better. And then I think they challenged him uh, this past offseason to get better as a quarterback. Uh, throwing the football, working on his mechanics. And he went out and did those things. And then the final piece to me, I believe you got to give credit to Howie Roseman and his staff being able to put talent around Jalen. So it, it allows him to not at least feel the burden of having everything on his shoulders. How about we stay talking about Jalen Hurts with our guy, Sean King from VEASAN, he talked about how Jalen Hurts is taking the next step in his development. Well, he's getting more confident. That was the big thing that, that sometimes I wasn't sure if he knew that he really belonged. But I know now that he knows he belongs. Uh, I think he surprised a lot of people with the level of athleticism that he has. I think people kind of knew he was a good athlete. But, I mean, when you're out running angles in the National Football League, you know, that, that that's a different level of eliteness. So, I think he solidified himself. Now it's just about being consistent, and he completed 60% of his passes. So it's not like we're talking about Zach Wilson, you know, or, or, or one of those other guys. You know, and outside of Trevor Lawrence, right now, Justin Fields will be the second quarterback taken in that draft. So I think that says a lot. So if you need some corroboration on Hurts, listen to former Eagles wide receiver Mike Quick. He's also their current radio analyst because he sounded similar. Confidence. I think he has a lot of confidence in the guys that are on the field now. He will throw the ball into tight spots because he knows that A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, is going to come up with balls. Dallas Goddard, let me throw his, his name in there as well. He has a different comfort level, and guys don't necessarily need to be open uh, and certainly not wide open for him to let the football go. He trusts that they're going to be where they're supposed to be, They've drilled it, rehearsed it enough that he has that faith in them. And he's going to let the ball go. And because they've had success, it breeds more of that. So he's very comfortable now just throwing the ball, expecting these guys to be where they should be. Kansas City radio analyst Danon Hughes spoke on what the Chiefs do well on offense that creates matchup nightmares for opposing defenses. We are one of the predominantly shift slash motion teams and part of that we get out of the huddle usually with about 15 seconds left on the play clock at least and we move Travis Kelsey you might see the whirly bird motion with McCole Hardman uh, shifts from other guys because we're trying to identify what the defense is doing if they're going to move with that guy then it's probably going to be man if they're going to stay in their set uh, defensive set then it's probably going to be some sort of zone now doesn't mean that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a primary receiver, a number one target, number two, an outlet. But when you get into the improv, like that's what they work on as well. So it's not so much that it's not scripted because even in practice, those guys, they're moving around. He's moving out of the pocket. Sometimes he'll just move out just for the heck of it, even if it's a clean pocket in practice. And most times it is because they're not going full speed. So The improv looks like improv to us, but if you really dial into it, you'll see how in sync 
his receivers are with him and the tight ends and the running backs that they all know that whether he throws back across his body, whether he throws a no-look pass or what have you, to always be ready. Dana Hughes, the former Iowa Hawkeye, Matt Bowen is that too. And he shared what the Eagles' defense is doing up front that might disrupt this Kansas City offense. They play a defensive front with five defenders on the front, and that allows them to rush five. And what that does from a schematic perspective, it allows you to define the one-on-ones you want whether it's Sweat or Reddick on the edges. And that's, that's the matchup I want to see. Because this Philadelphia defensive front, you saw it in the, in the title game. They took two quarterbacks out of the football game. Two quarterbacks out of the football game with their defensive front. They have depth in the defensive front. And when they get to that five-man surface, you are getting the one-on-ones you want. And you have to block Reddick on the edge. And look, Philadelphia in general might have had the two best offseason moves of last season. They signed Hassan Reddick, who teams have played before as an off-the-ball linebacker. And he still plays that at times for Philly, but he is their rush in. And they made the trade for A.J. Brown. Look at the return in terms of the production with A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick's over 17 sacks. And what that has done is impact their defensive front and it totally changed their pass game element in that offense with Jalen Hurts. Two fantastic moves. And, I mean, Howie Roseman, what that team has done just in, in a short period of time to build that roster around Jalen Hurts. That's something we'll get into later this offseason with, with Justin Fields and the Bears. But that is how you build a football team. Both teams reached the Super Bowl for a reason. We asked former NFL general manager Randy Mueller what each team's front office did right in the offseason. They've identified players that fit their need, and they haven't been afraid to let others go. In other words, you saw what Kansas City did uh, by letting the receiver go to Miami. A lot of people criticized them for that. But Andy Reid did not want to pay 20-some million dollars to a non-quarterback, so I get it. They have confidence in their style and what they have to do to make their style work. They don't really care about the outside noise. And Howie Roseman's been really good at that, and and I think Andy and, and his group have been really good at it as well. The outside noise does not affect them, and that's not a commonplace thing around the league, at least from my opinion. Know that you're seeing history Sunday. Finally, Herm Edwards talked with us about what it means to him to have, for the first time, two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl. It's historic. Um, I remember Doug Williams was the first one, right? When I came in the National Football League, <laughs> to be quite honest, there, there were only 28 teams. Think about that. And think about this number. If you think this one you're talking about right now, the two black quarterbacks, that's great. But think about the number I'm about to tell you. In 1977, when I came to the league, there was 28 teams. There were only seven coaches of color. I'm going to say it again. Seven. This is 1977, not 1957. Seven. So this league, is, it really reflects our society because our society is multicultural. And this is what sports brings. It brings the, the ability to bring all type of athletes together, regardless of color, you know, religion, it doesn't matter. And you form this team. You know, that's America. That's what it should look like. And when you say these two black quarterbacks, I understand it's history, you know, but everywhere I've been, I've been the first black head coach. <laughs> I've been three places. I've been the first black head coach. Wow. And I always end the press conference with this. I want there to be a day to when a coach of color gets hired. That we don't say, well, he's a black coach. He's just a coach. It's like the quarterbacks. You know, we say we got two black quarterbacks in Super Bowl. You know what? They're just the quarterbacks. 
And I get it. It's history. It's history. But it's like, let's get to the point where, say, you know, the guy's got quarterbacks. This is our quarterback. And we don't care what he looks like. It's just, he's a quarterback. I want to I want to see that day when we get there. Then I know we got to where we needed to be. Ready for kickoff now? Yeah, man, I'm ready for kickoff. I'm ready for a lot of reasons. Big coverage on the score, by the way, on Sunday, because you can hear the game here. It's presented by Soda Weight Loss. That's Soda, S-O-T-A. Visit SodaWeightLoss.com. I, I wrote in the column for the Sun-Times that is I'm looking forward to this game for a lot of reasons. Great storylines. Obviously, two black quarterbacks starting in a Super Bowl is awesome, and it means something specifically to me. You have the Kelsey brothers. You've got Andy Reid versus his old team. There's a lot here inside of it. So I can't wait for the game itself. But you know the reason I'm really looking forward to this game? The very selfish reason I'm looking forward to Sunday, Dan? Hmm. Because once it's over, once the confetti drops, everyone goes back to zero. The new season starts. And we get to go just a erase the whiteboard and guess who's in charge of the offseason the bears the chicago effing bears yeah they the moment the clock hits all zeros mm-hmm. the bears arguably become the most important team in the league we're gonna we're gonna celebrate hey look at that the super bowl was great it's a great call and then on monday that's will be this monday we'll be celebrating not just it's that won't be a bears well maybe it is kind of a bears monday Maybe it's going to be a Bears are the most important team in the league Monday. Uh-huh. I like it. Time the to Bears get to front work. office Monday. Bears front office Bo- Monday. Bears front office Monday. Everybody start calling the Bears Monday. Everything gets reset. And now it's like, all right, you've seen teams be right on the precipice of being uh, of playoff teams, teams that went from worst to first in their division, like the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. And they're the Bears. With $100 million in cap space and the number one draft pick and Justin Fields. So, yes, for the four hours that I'm going to be sitting there on Sunday enjoying the football, I'm I'm ecstatic about that. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Jalen Hurts is electric. I love Jason Kelsey. I want the Kelsey brothers cloned. And I want the, someone to ship the clones to the Bears. But once the game goes to double zeros... Is Bears country now. And baseball season. D- don't you don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.